Blog Talk Radio. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit redbarninc.com slash coupon to save a dollar off your first can. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I do Good morning and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. in my hand at the moment. I have my infamous beverage that I love to sip on in the morning, Carmel Macchiato. I hope you have yours in hand as well. It is really going to be a hot and steamy conversation. So you may want to switch up this morning with something cool, iced tea. Some of you drink cold brews in the morning, whatever you do. Uh, Just relax and enjoy the conversation this morning. I definitely cannot get started without putting a plug out for the app. I want to encourage everyone to download the app from your app store, either iTunes or Google Play. We're listed there under the show name, Coffee Talk with Soy. And I tell you, having the app makes it so much easier for you and for me. It allows me to connect with you, sending you links about the show, things that are going on new with the show, other places where the show will be or where I'll be speaking. You can have that information handy. It just also gives you a handy tool so you don't have to remember to dial the number. It's automatically there, and it also allows you to populate to the website and other social media features. So, again, the show name, Coffee Talk with Soy, is in your app store. Download it for free and stay connected. And so you don't have to be bothered with remembering all those other information. Well, today, guys and gals, our topic today, Guide to Planning Meaningful Funerals and Celebrations of Life. End-of-life decisions are really tough. And life without our loved one is tougher. We go through periods where we mourn and we really try to get our emotions together and begin to live a life without the person that we've lost. But what we want to do is make sure that we honor them when we get to the point of planning their memorial or funeral services. I have a checklist here that I created based on my experiences because I tell you within the past few years, I've been to more funerals and I've been to weddings, wedding showers, baby showers, and bridal showers. 
And so I've had my experience of dealing with some of the things that you're going to hear throughout our show today. But here's Soy's checklist that I want to remind people to do when you're at the point where you're beginning to get ideas together, put plans in place to actually transition or to honor that transition of your loved one. So here it is. Number one, be reminded of the person you are honoring. Sometimes we are so caught up in the details of the event that we forget what's important to the person that we're saying goodbye to. You know, we want to make sure we keep them first. What would they want to do? If, if they have shared things with you about how they want their services to go, we want to honor them and respect them, even if we have to go into places and deal with family members that we would not have normally dealt with. But it, it's really their day. It's their moment. It's their life. So I want to remind you to keep it about them. Number two, be considerate of others that are mourning as well. Sometimes there are situations where you have siblings or other family members or maybe an ex-spouse that has to be factored into this, and we don't want to keep them out because of family issues or because of your own personal experiences. Be considerate that they've lost someone too and, and, and be respectful to how they may feel about it. Number three, be flexible and working things out. Four or five kids, as I said, other family members, exes, it makes things more complicated, but try and be flexible in working things out so that you can come together to honor the person that you're saying goodbye to. And the last thing is allow professionals to come in and help, like pastors or funeral home directors, fellow church personnel. You know, they have experience with these things and they can take some of the pressure off of you by putting this together. Now, the caveat to that, and I, and I saw this the last time I attended a funeral service where although the church was very, very supportive and they had a, a program in place, it was so strict that the program was separated from the person that was you were saying goodbye to, meaning that the way the program looked, the way the services was held, even the scriptures that were shared, even the music was really about the church, and it really wasn't about the person that you were saying goodbye to. So we want to be sure that while we're following these paths along, we're still honoring the person that we're saying goodbye to, which brings me to the whole purpose of this show. I learned that there are a lot of creative things that we could do during those times that we're doing these memorial services that would really make the event more personable and make it more memorable. And today I have a few people in the studio with me today to share this information with you. This morning, our guests are Dave Savage and Beverly Melander. Dave has a company Memory Keepers Video that provides ideas and inspiration for creating stories and sharing activities. He was inspired by his parents as role models. He has helped, also helped so many families in creating meaningful life cycle ceremonies. Beverly Melander, she's a minister with Centers for Spiritual Living, 
She has a radio show on Unity Online, and she has a background in radio and TV. Now, both Dave and Beverly officiate at memorial services and are always looking for unique ideas to share with families. They are both in the cafe with me today. I would like to say good morning to Beverly and Dave. How are you? Hello, Soy. It's good to be with you. And I loved your list of uh, things to consider when you're thinking about memorial services. That was a good way to start out the show. Oh, well, listen, the fact that you say that means a lot to me. That that means I'm on the right path. <laughs> you got it. But just like other people who listen, well, I, I, I've made some mistakes in that. Because, you know, when you're going through this, Beverly, it's so heartfelt that you get caught up, and, and it, it really may take you a few funerals, that to say, to get it right. You know, practice makes perfect. And when you have people specializing in things like this, such as yourself and Dave, it definitely helps make it easier. One of the things we found as we went to memorial services was, and the reason the book took an extra long time, is we kept learning new things and said, oh, my goodness, we've forgotten to add this, we've forgotten to add that, or that's a fantastic thing we need to add. And so at a certain point, we, the book has to be launched, but uh, we continue to gather some good ideas, which we're looking forward to sharing with you today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, the guides are planning meaningful funerals. What what would you what what do you think is the first thing that people need to do when they are preparing for uh to bury or to say goodbye to a loved one? Beth? Okay, I'm going to uh kind of back time from that point and say one of the best things we can do uh, for each other is to talk about the kinds of funeral memorial service plans we would like for ourselves way early before anything is even thought of about us leaving this plane. You know, it's kind of my mother um, said, Bevy, uh, I've got my funeral plans listed, you know, Our Lady of Lords Catholic Church, here's the burial site, you know, all those things. And I said, Mom, you're too young to talk like that. Don't do that. Well, that was 1992, and she died in 2008. And I pulled out that information that she had prepared and got to use it. So she did it while it was not an emotional topic for us that it was just a common sense thing for her to do, and I really appreciated that. One of the things that I suggest is that each of us come to the memorial service with uh, different memories of the person and different needs. And so looking at, you mentioned, making it the the day of the person who's passed away, um, I have a little variation on that because the uh, healing that needs to be done is uh, based on the feelings and experiences and theology to a certain degree of the people who are in the audience. So part of my suggestion is to say what would be healing for us, and when there's a question of a selection of music or reading, if the person had a preference uh, to add to that collection of things, then we would certainly do that. But if somebody is a very devout a person and the rest of the family is not uh, having all the hymnals and things that were meaningful to the person who's passed away, 
it's not going to be the same healing experiences of the people who have gathered to remember them. So it is, to me, it is a combination of those two things together. Okay. Well, good. I, I want to I intervene at, at this point to allow the people who are, who are on the show, who are listening, who dialed in, if you have a comment of something that's really worked for you or you have a question for Beverly and Dave, press 1. We'll get you in queue to get your comments on the air. So, again, if you're listening and you've dialed in and you do have a comment, press 1. We'll get you in queue and allow you to share your experiences or propose a question to Dave and Beverly. All right, so now that we've got that out of the way, I, you know, when I met you, Dave, you, you said some powerful things to me that kind of resonated with me. And, and, and just, you know, just to put it out there, I've already created my obituary and my memorial service program. I, I, I've done it <laughs> as weird as it may sound. I, I, I really did. I really, really Congratulations. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, a few years ago, I was speaking with a person who told me that uh, it was actually my godmother. She was burying her brother, and she talked about how easy it was to do because he already had everything already done. I was like, really? I, I was surprised. And then, as I said, over the past few years, I've had to bury a fiancé, I've buried my mom, and in creating theirs, I started thinking, what do I want people to say about me? And I started putting it down. And, and, and I want to make, definitely want to make sure they got the right picture up there, you know? So I started putting everything, <laughs> so I started putting everything together, and it, it, it's been a journey. It's been exciting, and I updated along the way. I actually updated again after I met with, with Dave because Dave shared some ideas that he's done or that the, the both of you have done with some of your clients. And and I want to put a couple of things out there too so that people kind of can see some of the different things they can do during the memorial service to make it more about the person and to make it fun and to make it memorable. So maybe you guys have a, a few of your favorites that you've done with some of your clients. Well, uh, so Beverly, I will Beverly, uh, I will share yeah. Sure, I will share some of the things I shared with you that you appreciated. If somebody has led a long life or a life that has made a contribution to lots of different groups of people over time, uh, oftentimes, of course, most of the time, when you go to the memorial service, nobody has a name tag. And you have no idea if the person sitting next to you is the brother or the neighbor or the uh, son of the coach. Uh, and as people come to be supportive of the whole family, uh, you don't know uh, who most to focus on and how to introduce yourself if you knew that the person was a direct son of the of the person. So having name tags, Bob, neighbor, Bob, uh, IBM coworker, Bob, you know, garden club, really makes a difference in how people interact before and during the reception of a funeral. So we that's a great job to have for a teenager, perhaps who knows the family, to help people make those name tags nice and legible and bold. Uh, in the same vein of get, having people know who's in the room, we have we uh, advocate an exercise called Who Among You. And I did that in uh, a service for a, a, a guy in his 20s that had so many people there who were just, uh, they were just dumbstruck that they were there at this uh popular friend's uh, funeral, and it was really a, a sad situation for most of us, and 
I did the exercise that Dave was mentioning about who among you, and it got people involved in the service. It was like it was like talking about this guy's life, not his death. And it was like, who among you uh, played soccer? with him and who was in Cub Scouts with him and uh, who had his uh, specialty donuts that he used to make. You know, so people got a chance to raise their hands and participate and laugh and have that memory of one of their favorite friends uh, close to their heart. So it changed the whole tone of the service and we got to breathe again rather than keep grieving. In addition to that, you know, you can at this particular time we had people raise their hands, but you couldn't see who it was, and so we often will have people stand, and of course other people within that group, even though the garden club has not been active for a long time, um, they say, "Oh my gosh, I haven't seen Mary in such a long time. I had no idea the last time I saw the grandchildren who stood up. Uh, they were five, and now they're 25. I wouldn't have recognized them at all." So by having people stand uh, and uh, share uh, a little bit, if there's time to do that, uh, has such an impact for people connecting and realizing the impact. You know, may, will all of Mary's uh, foster children please rise? And you say, oh, my gosh, I only knew one. I didn't realize there were 12. And uh, so that's a powerful thing to do. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I love that idea. And you know what? I'm going to edit my, my memorial program this evening because I'm going to add, I'm going to add that. I'm telling you, I am going to add that to the program where there's a point where, you know, because I'm in Toastmasters, I, I'm a stepper in the community, I, I, I do some other things with cancer society, so I'm going to have an announcement, and then my family, of course, and then I have my FAA group that, that, that I'm involved with. They know who they are. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to incorporate that. I like that. I like that. And, but, Soy, you know, another, uh, another thing that uh, Dave did for this service where the um, the young man in his 20s um, died, uh, he made a timeline uh, that was available at the uh, reception after the memorial service, and people got to go uh, up and write, you know, there was a timeline from birth to then, and just different gradations about high school and middle school, elementary school, and people got to draw on that timeline and draw a line up and make notes like, say, um, Cub Scouts, yay, Camp Tichuani, you know, <laughs> whatever, and and uh, so it, then it would be signed, you know, Joey or whatever. So those of us who knew him could actually put our notes on the timeline about those special times, you know, road trip to, uh, you know, Kansas, yay, <laughs> you know, wow. something like that. And it, it brought, once again, it brought him to life. And uh, people had a wonderful wow. time writing on that. You'll sense a trend yeah. in, sharing, in sharing who we are. Uh, another one I think I mentioned to you, at most funerals and memorial services these days, there's a table of memorabilia about the person. And oftentimes it's a baseball glove, but there's no note about what that significance was. And so one of the ways of increasing the effectiveness of the memorabilia that's there and the way to honor the many guests who, have, who are part of their life is in the processional coming up 
uh, before the service starts, as people of the family comes up through down the aisle, you can have a um, a parade of friends, each holding a different item. It doesn't have to be something that is related to what they were doing. So the first person lays down the candlesticks at the at a table in front of the audience and says, "These can I am Ben, I am Ben, uh, second cousin to Mary. These candles represent the wonderful family dinners that Grandma had for us all." every Friday night, and I remember the pot roast. The next person lays down the quilt. This is the quilt that she made for me when I was five years old, and I have passed it on to my grandchildren, my children. And so each thing has a story that gets told verbally to everybody at the same time, and the person who's sharing is honored by being asked to do that. That that's amazing. That you know that that is amazing. I, I think you know as much as as much support as I have from my family, especially my children about this show. I don't know if they're going to be happy about this. They already think I'm too much. I'm over the top. And now that at, at my service is going to be a memorial, a memorable, a memorabilia table, a parade of of, of items, name tags. They, yeah, I don't know if they're going to be happy about this, but I really appreciate you sharing that information. I want to redirect the show at this time. We have a caller who wants to share, and we have about a little less than 10 minutes left in the show. So I want to allow Connie Bell to get on the air and share her comments, and then we're going to come back and give the um, information and website information where people can find out more about Dave and Beverly and where to get your book. So let's get our caller in queue and get her on the air at this time. So we're going to welcome Connie Bell. Good morning, Connie. You're on the air. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yes. I actually, um, I'm on vacation, so I called in about five minutes late, and so I was trying to pick up where exactly what you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's about uh, the good thing the, the uh-huh. good thing about the show is that although you called in late, you can listen to the show as often as you like by visiting the website, Coffee Talk with Soy, and all of the all of the shows are there, so you can go back and catch what you missed as well as share the show with, with your family members or those who may need this information. So we're, we're talking about meaningful funerals and celebration of life and things we can do to make the event more personable about the person we're honoring. So you have a comment about that? Well, yes, I actually, um, I'm an insurance agent, life insurance agent, and what I realize is that people don't share information, not even the fact that they have policies. So about eight years ago, there was a couple of experiences that led me to create uh, my purpose will guide where you document all your information, personal, your education, your vital information, all in one location. You can store your um, documents, your life insurance policy, because when you purchase life insurance, that is really, um, in most cases, a sacrifice. And then you turn around and people don't know about it, so you don't, they don't collect on it. I had a call this week. I'm going to go on a tunnel, so I don't know if you're going to miss. If you're going to cut me off. But I had a call this week where an individual was trying to locate the insurance that she knew that her uncle had, but they don't know it's what company. So now they're trying to locate it. And if you had everything in one location for your family, they could just grab that and know exactly what to do. And as I said, I created a guide called My Purpose Will, 
and it's on uh, on the website www.myperfectwill.com and even your favorite recipes. We know that a lot of the things that occur now, a lot of the businesses that are open, especially uh, food, is because of a recipe your family had somewhere down the line, and you can actually become prosperous off of that recipe, you know, pass it on instead of keeping it, and, and you're gone, and no one knows how to make that caramel cake or that potato salad. You know, so that, that's really... That's that is uh, well. First of all, thank you for calling in and sharing that. And again, her name is Connie Bell. She said she created a, a, a product, My Perfect Will. The information is at myperfectwill.com, where you can get more information about that. So, Connie, I want to thank you for calling in and sharing that. And also to put a plug that at another time we're going to do a show where we're going to talk about the end of life decisions. So we're going to talk about the living will. We're going to talk about the will and um, and all those other factors that need to be in place so that the transition can be made uh, smoothly and without a lot of hassle and fighting with the family. So, again, check out Connie Bell's product, MyPerfectWill.com. Thanks for calling in, Connie. We appreciate that. Keep listening, though, okay? Keep listening. Right. Yes, I will. Thank you. All right. Soy, I just wanted to add one thing. Uh, you're you're having such a good time planning your uh, memorial service. I want to just encourage you also to possibly have it be a celebration of life. Uh, as Dave's uh, mom says, who is 86, she says, don't come to visit me when I'm dead. Come to visit me when I'm alive and we can enjoy the visit. So yeah. we had uh, we just got married on May 2nd and there were 200 people there for my ordination, my ministerial ordination and our wedding and it was a celebration of life. I saw people from every part of my life there and I said, "You have honored me by being here and sharing this with me. Don't worry about coming to my <laughs> memorial service." <laughs> You've done the right thing by being here with me right now today. <laughs> so, so I'd encourage you, think about having a party to celebrate you, and I bet people would flock there. You have many friends, I'm sure. <laughs> and I add to that, uh, during the, uh, the party, we set aside some intentional ceremony time to read letters from those who couldn't attend, to sing a song that that is wonderful in remembrance of the person or the person loved to sing themselves, light a candle, and make that an intimate time within the party experience. Awesome. Now, what, now also tell, tell the people where they could get more information about the two of you. So you want to give your website and your phone number, your website and your email address so they can, they can reach you as well. Beverly? Sure. HeartfeltMemorialServices.com is our website. HeartfeltMemorialServices.com. I'm Beverly, B-E-V-E-R-L-Y, at Beverly Molander, M-O-L-A-N-D-E-R dot net. You're welcome to contact me that way. And our book is available at Amazon, and we have heard from people who have purchased the book, and they are really using it. Uh, for different parts of their lives and the lives of their loved ones. So, Dave? So the, yeah, the name is the subtitle of the book is Your Guides for Planning Meaningful Funerals, Celebrations of Life, and Times of Remembrance. And Times of Remembrance can happen before, 
during and long after uh, a loss. So family reunions are very, very important times to have a circle of love and ceremony honoring who we are as a family and, and as they say, who brought us here. So remembering even the fond <laughs> memories of a family that might be a bit dysfunctional. <laughs> Sounds a little like my family, but I... I <laughs> but thank you, thank you. I, 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 I love my family. You know, they're, they're not really that bad. I'm but, but thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate what you shared, and I hope that others will be blessed by what you shared during the show. Thank, thank you very much. much. I am looking forward to planning my end-of-the-year event, so I want you all to get started on yours as well. Live now, but do plan for your transition. Um, I plan to use name tags, as we've heard from Dave and Beverly. Who among you? Memorabilia table. I can't get that out. And a parade of items. Check out the show and others by website, www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, your new morning show. Download the app. Look for us in your app store. Become the friend on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all the other social media sites. You can find me at Soy Soy. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great day.